Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Uh, finally, by C.C. Peniston, <clears throat> dance pop classic from the early 90s, in honor of the Grizzlies, finally getting their first, first home win of the season, I guess. Their ninth try, something like that? Yeah. Their ninth try. Uh, and amidst all of the analysis in the wake of this game, uh, you have tweeted out, as you know, I spend more attention to your Twitter than your Twitter than you do. Uh, an important adjustment that the Grizzlies made that is, may have gone flown under the radar. You write, the Grizzlies are way better when their young small forwards shoot 13 or 17 from the floor. Taylor Jenkins should have made that adjustment sooner. You do wonder why it took him this long. Yeah, I mean, even with all the other absences and all the other <laughs> problems, like, you know, those young wings that we stress about so much, like, that's kind of a tipping point. Like, if you actually get good games from those guys, it goes a long way. Um, I, I, I don't know if that's the number one reason they won. I think the opponent maybe is the number one right. reason, but, but that's probably number two. Um, it is, obviously, just as a moment of relief, right, I think that game was significant. Um, in terms of in terms of anything that they discovered or hit upon other than, you know, have your young wins make shots, do you think there was anything there particularly? Start with the, the, the change in the starting lineup. What did you make of the change in the starting lineup? Obviously, Derek Rose goes in for Jacob Gilliard, who then sits, and uh, David Roddy goes in for Santi Aldama, who then comes off the bench. Well, I mean, to answer the first question first, I, I, I think we'll find out you know, in, in some right. subsequent games. I, I mean, that that was they, they weren't going to go three and seventy nine. I mean, right. that was the most winnable game on they played all season in terms of both schedule and the opponent on the floor. And so you're at home with two days rest against a team starting Omer Yurt Seven, Simone <laughs> Fontecchio, and a rookie point guard. I mean, I, you know, it's easy to just get too overworked over about like you've discovered something new. I mean, right. You're supposed to win that game, even even shorthanded. They did. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll we'll see. I think in terms of the the, the lineup changes, I think Jacob Yogurt had sort of like I don't know if, if clock striking midnight is too severe, but he had been regressing a little bit, and I think that his size and the issues that poses defensively was becoming sort of more obvious. Rose had played well. Um, you know, I think, you know, they're obviously whoever you're putting there is keeping the seat warm for a few more games. Right. Uh, on the Roddy Aldama thing, I think it was less about, I don't know, I, I, I mean, I don't know if anyone asked Taylor Jenkins this, but to me it seemed less 
more about your total rotation. Right. A, Roddy had, had been playing pretty well, but then B, you were only playing three big men total. And when you were starting all three of them, that sort of made it hard to, like, you know, manage your rotation throughout the game and still have some size on the floor. So I think it was more about, like, if we're only going to play three bigs, we should be bringing one of them off the bench uh, more than anything else. No, he sort of implicitly said that. He said it was just a move to get a, you know, to get a guy to come off the bench. Um, and he had some juice coming off the bench, too. So I think just in terms right. of shot distribution, I think um, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm a little bit... I mean, I remember when moving Jacob Gilliard into the starting lineup and moving Santi Aldama into the starting lineup were the adjustments that might possibly be the answer to carry us forward. And so moving them out of the starting lineup, we'll see. I think. Well, I I think, and I I, I don't remember I wrote this or tweeted it or said it or whatever, but two or three games after they they, they had, maybe it was on the podcast with Drew, two or three games after they'd moved Gilliard into the starting lineup, I think what we sort of found out is that the real impact of that move was getting Marcus Smart off the ball. It was that his right. turnover rate was so astronomical. And when they were starting Marcus Smart at point guard and then Messiah Williams at the three, both of those guys had enormous turnover rates. And you just couldn't have right. like two guys in your starting lineup turning the ball over that much. And so that was fixing a problem that no longer exists because Marcus Smart is is not is not healthy uh, anyway is not playing anyway and so right. you don't need Jacob Gilliard in that function and Derrick Rose does fill that function. I, I guess what struck me was um, obviously it was fun. It was a relief. It was all of those things. But in order to beat a bad team, missing its best player, it needed your two best players to have really good games, not uh, not outlandishly good games, but really good games. Um, your uh, your other starters, Derek Rose and David Roddy, to have among the best games they've had all year. Uh, right. And uh, Santi Aldama and Zaire Williams to both be productive and efficient off the bench. Like, that's you got everything perfect, and that still might not be enough against Phoenix or Dallas, right? I mean, it's, it's yeah, a thin I know. margin it was, it was for error here. It's yeah. good to finally get a home win and, and and sort of take that off the board as something you have to talk about all the time and stress about. And it was just you just need to get wins plural at this point, more wins plural before Ja comes back. At this point, you're looking at the games behind the tenth seed. Right. And that's sort of what you're looking at. You know, can you hold steady or not fall further behind? Are you going to be four back when you get Ja and Kennard and Smart back? Or are you going to be eight back? It's that that's really what matters right now. And so I don't think, you know, the fundamental truth of their team changed last night, but I think they got a win they needed to get. Yeah. Um, what did you um, what did you make of Jaron Jackson Jr.? As you pointed out on Twitter, first night since opener with uh, four or more blocks. Yeah, so he had six last night. That's just now high in the season. I think it's nine over the last two games. It had been seven over the previous ten. Um, I, you know, I'm not sure why... I haven't really dug into it to try to see if I could come up with some like belief of why that had been happening other than just general team malaise, sort of like, you know, the, the, whatever the opposite of rising tide, the lowering, the lowering tide, lower tide sinks all ships a little bit. Um, I mean, part of it was opponent. I'm sure, you know, who who shot are you blocking? You know, I think there's some of that, but, 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 but I think, I think he, I think the whole team sort of had a, had a, had a game where they could sort of, you know, take a breath and sort of be a little bit more calm on the floor. And, and I think Jaron was in a better rhythm on both ends of the floor. I mean, you saw that he, he didn't, I think he was over three from three, but like he, 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 you know, he was struggling to both block shots and make shots. 
and he was doing both last night. So I, you know, it was a good sort of calm game from him where he got into a rhythm on both ends. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, he took, he took 16 shots that were not threes and made eight of them. And so uh, he, was, he, was, he was going to the rim and he was, he was really good. Um, off the bench, we had... Vince Williams got some run, and Jalen Noel got some run. Your thoughts? Yeah, Vince Williams can play defense and rebound. I, I, I got no doubts about that. It, to me, it's real simple with him. He's a good defender and rebounder at the NBA level on the wing. He does not have any real offensive skill other than making, or you know, other than taking and hopefully making like open three point shots. Like I don't think there's gonna. I don't think he's gonna suddenly become a guy who can do stuff right. with the ball. No, not and at so all. It's just gonna be. It's just gonna <laughs> be a matter of like, do you make the open shots or not? And it's really gonna be that. And if he makes the open shots at a certain percentage, he might have a long NBA career. And if he doesn't, he may be in Europe next year. You know, it's it's really as simple as that with him. But I but I like guys who who play defense and rebound and and, and stuff like that. Like I I have, I tend to prefer that player where I, I wonder about the shooting, but I know that I'm going to get that every night, then players where, like, they're a little bit better shooter, but, like, if the shots aren't falling, they can't help you at all. Like, I like Vince Williams-style players in the realm of imperfect players. I, that kind of imperfect, I, I tend to like. And so I, I'm glad he's playing. I, I hope he plays more. I think they should be taking a long look at him because they have a decision to make about him because he's not going to be back in on year three of a two-way. So I, I'm in favor of, of Vince Williams' minutes. So Jacob Noel thing, it's like, you know, they sign the guy and then he has a good five minutes at the end of Minnesota and people are like, we got to keep this guy. Who are we going to cut right. to keep this guy? I don't, I'd be very surprised if they keep, if they keep him, you know, I think they have him and Shaq Harrison and they're playing him, not Shaq Harrison, which I think is the right decision. Right. Um, you know, Tillman's going to come back. That won't matter because Tillman did not factor into the um, calculation of getting those hardship exemptions. Um, but then Luke Kennard will come back. And when Kennard come back, Kennard comes back, they'll have to cut one of those guys, and I assume they'll cut Shaq Harrison. That'll give Jalen now a little bit more time, but I don't see him on the roster once the, once you know they don't have that contract to, to give anymore. I'd be surprised. What is the timing on the decisions they have to make? Obviously, 
is it basically when they activate jaw they're going to have to uh, that particular exemption it, it literally to activate jaw they will have to cut somebody is it is that yeah cut somebody it's not right it, it's not necessarily a biombo thing at that point like it could be like you know if jaw comes back before um, Kennard, which I don't, I, I, I don't think will happen. But if Jack came back before Kennard, you know, maybe you cut Shaq Harrison, right? You know, and so it's just a matter of as guys come back, the number of op- of extra spots will decrease, and as the extra spots decrease, you got to get rid of one, like, get rid of somebody. And so you know, it's going to be jo- so the return of John Morant, the return of Luke Kennard, the return of Marcus Smart, and or Jake Laravia, whichever would come first. Those are the would ones. all take away a roster spot, and at those points, you'd have to make decisions. Uh, what do you think of Derrick Rose? Um, you know, I think that he's had a, a couple good offensive games. I think he still has a pretty, pretty good burst. I, I don't think you're going to play him on back-to-backs like you did earlier in the season. I don't think he's a defensive player, but, like, that's okay. Well, who else are you going to play? It's sort of that situation. So I think the idea when you sign him is that, you know, he'll, he, he could have some good nights where he gives you some offensive pop. Like, it won't happen 82 times, right? but it'll happen here and there, and, it, and it's happened, you know, a couple games here. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I don't know how many back-to-backs they have in the remaining eight before Ja returns, but uh, they'll obviously have to make an adjustment when, uh, when he sits, because I imagine... Um, he will sit. And then Zaire Williams, when we see that he has nights where he's effective, I mean, that's great. As a lot of it just comes down to making shots. He was six of eight, three of three from three. Um, what's your level of hope for him uh, long term? Middling at best. I, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, we, just, we need to see consistency. And consistency doesn't mean good every night, but it means, I don't know, good, you know, three nights out of five for two months or, you know, something like that. Um, and not, you know, not a guy who can't keep on the floor, you know, that, that often. And so he is the kind of player because of his age and his body and his experience that they were going to have a long, they they would have a long runway, but long runways don't mean that you eventually take flight. And so I I don't, I don't have a real firm conviction on him. I think it's hard to at this point. Um, all right. So they are four out of, um, out of the, the, the play-in. They're four games back of the play-in. And I do believe, by the way, I think last time we talked about this, you and I anyway, I think they were four and a half back. Like, I think they've been four and a half. So I don't know what's possible. Like, if they can win two or three games in the next eight, and they got Detroit, and they got two games against Houston and whatever. Um, if I, if I, uh, here we'll do, we'll do this. I'm going to offer you that they're five back when job returns. Are you going to take that? Uh, yeah, yes, yeah. I'll, I'll take that. Only, only losing one game. I mean, all, all, oh, on, losing your one gap. game on the to the gap. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, I would take that. And of course, then the problem is is Jeffrey. Who's between them right now? So the, the problem is it's you've got to. They're, they're, they're going to pass Portland and Utah. Yeah, like, okay. I, the Grizzlies. To me, the Grizzlies floor is probably twelfth in the West. They're fourteenth right now. So I'm not, you know, unless they just totally pull the plug on the season, right. you know, they're going to pass Portland, they're going to pass Utah. It's is there is there room to go from there? It's going to be the question. <laughs> and it's whether and it's can, Houston, Golden yeah. State, the Clippers, like who do you? Yes. New, Orleans. New Orleans. I think, I think those, those are the, the main four teams you're looking at. Yeah. And you've got to pass two of them, I think. Right. right? And you got to pass two of them. 
And some of it, I could ask you who's most vulnerable, but who, you tell me who's going to be healthy. And I mean, I'll tell you who's going to be healthy, and you can it, tell me who's going to be vulnerable, right? The, 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 the injuries have a way of sorting, and the Grizzlies have been the victims of the sort to this point in the season. Right. <sighs> All right. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. Thanks. Chris Harrington from the... Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.